This is 94.1 KPFA, KPFB in Berkeley, and KFCF in Fresno. Stay tuned. Coming up right about now is your Friday edition of Cover to Cover. Cover to Cover Open Book. I'm your host, Nina Serrano. Today's program includes a special segment of history, poetry, and music produced by Yvette Hotberg and me. We hope you enjoy it, and I'll follow that with news of upcoming poetry and art events and hot tip on a good read. So stay tuned. This is the story of the observance of the UN-mandated day for the elimination of violence towards women and girls and the 16 days of action. You remember, of course, Scheherazade, who told stories for 1,001 nights, but this story is shorter. Scheherazade spun her tales to hold off the sultan from ravaging his virgin bride of the night and then killing and disposing of her body in the morning. This story echoes that story. As we too are breaking the silence to stop the kidnapping, raping, slaughtering, and abusive violence of women because of a culture of domination. This story begins in the 1930s and 40s in the Caribbean, when General Trujillo ruled the Dominican Republic with a cruel and profitable hand, owning all the resources of the nation. He, too, commanded that beautiful young women be brought to him nightly. He owned everything, and the national bourgeoisie resented him as much as the poor and oppressed. The three beautiful Mirabal sisters resisted and began actively organizing against the bloody dictator. General Rujillo's brutality killed them. But their daring, outspoken courage inspired the nation. Although the U.S. Cold War anti-communist obsession of the 1950s led to the U.S. support of Trujillo, his final excesses caused the U.S. backing to retreat in the 1960s and the popular Dominican forces to reclaim their country. The women of the Dominican Republic did not forget the lovely butterflies of freedom, Las Mariposas, the Mirabal sisters. By 1999, the United Nations adopted their proposal for an international day for the elimination of violence towards women and girls to be commemorated the world over on November 25th. Soon after, 16 days of action were added. These action days begin with the November 25th date through December 10th, the International Human Rights Day. This year, women in Mexico fight state by state for their rights to reproductive choice. In Iraq and Afghanistan, women endure the horrors of war and drone bombing. Right here, young women are gang-raped and others beaten in their homes. It was Mama Coat who participated in the commemoration of the International Day for the Elimination of Violence Against Women and Girls in Mexico City with thousands and thousands of others. But when she arrived in San Francisco, she found that we were silent on that day. 
so she invited a few friends to say prayers for survivors of domestic violence at the BART station. By the second and third year, she organized artists, performers, and healers to participate in public events. But on the fourth year, she said, Basta ya! Next year, on November 25th, this observance will take place on the steps of San Francisco City Hall. And so it came to pass. Now, in the fifth year, Mama Co-op seeds bring more blossoms of transformation. This program, Grandmother's Wisdom Way, marks one of the 16 days of action. And by listening, you are participating. My name is Mary Rudge. As a person who was beaten in my childhood so that I actually didn't think I would live, I became interested in an early age for women's rights. Everywhere you go, women are abused. I've been in many countries, and I have poems. This was a poem I wrote in Mexico. My neighbor is selling his daughter, the cross with four dots tattooed on her instep, the tattoos between each finger. Her castanets tattooed the dawn before cock crow. She carried the water. Now she is 12 years old, and her little sister goes for the water. The little sister with a little bead at each ear pierce hears the castanets' silence, hears the cries in the night, sees the lengthening shadows grow purple below the eyes. And this poem I wrote when I was in the Philippines. Angelita. When Angelita was 13, she spoke to the sailors. Could I go to California? I work hard. I would clean for your mother. She could pay. And each day I would go to church, chase like your sister. For five years now, Angelita waits by the door for the men that take her to the straw mat on the floor and pay for her body's hard work. And she never asks to go anywhere more. And she knows she will never go anywhere more. There is hope, and I would like to close with a poem about hope. Sister, when all wake up. Sister, when you wake up on a morning of thunder and lightning and rainstorm, take the day as declaration that justice is here and violence has been washed away, wounds healed, and we have arrived in this newly made now and future world. When you wake up on a day of steady wind, know all flags will blow in the same direction, folds unfurled and flow to show peace for each flag's design to become part of art that creates a mosaic of unity. Sister, wake up and know how harm has been taken away in a hailstorm that pounded an understanding into all human sounds equally for no more trafficking of women and children, no more violence, no more war, and paradise has prevailed. Sister, know when you wake up under a brilliant hot sun, people are to be melded in molten embrace, enfolded in each other's arms, smiling, singing. No one is afraid. Everyone finds peace in this newly made now and future world when all wake up. Wake up, all. Wake up. My name is Mama Coat. Yo soy la abuela con la iniciativa. Rage de caminar a spray in the absurd realm of the patriarch. Rage de presentir that I must have allowed my brilliant star nestled in the infinite wisdom of my mother's eye. 
enraged little pink creature under the buddy tree, scratching on her wounds until she makes them sing. And so she shakes rape off until her body's free, and she gets kissed by the breeze, blues and greens pulling on her strings, pushing her to plunge into her abysmos and to firme cross the borderline del odio contra nosotros mismos. This is a song in the Nahuatl language that awakens the heart and the heart's longing for Mother Earth. Weka niyas, weka weka tlali, wamano wanka ni nemis, mupampatika, niyani temolompa no miskilis, te wis nuyol. Shivala, shivala, not la somsim, no alinansim, yolo, shoshin, mopampatika, cerca no miskilis, te huis my name is Avacha. I'm definitely waiting, so the name of this poem is I'm Waiting. I watch, sadly, as beautiful little babies of color are forced to transform into merciless street monsters just to conform to perverse, unrealistic standards that can neither see nor appreciate their beauty and won't even admit they exist till these kids get sick of being ignored and explode and burn down the tree that we're all sitting on. I watch. Sadly, painfully, my heart bleeding, a hemorrhage of imposed frustration. The water from these eyes, my only sacrament, and pray one day they'll feel my tears enough to taste the unnecessary devastation and realize I still see all those beautiful little babies, all those forgotten little babies, those cute, sweet, affectionate, tiny babies hidden behind the cold boldness of their mass. My arms are open, waiting for our children to come home. Homegrown Komamango. This is my offering in grateful memory of Bukman, Harriet Tubman, Esteban Montejo, Granny Nanny, Aguevana, and Zumbi. I am the ghost, that dirty little secret, a big mouth, obstinate, undefeated secret, a bold and brazen secret that refuses to behave or disappear. I hide in the shadows of the worst of your nightmares and swim in the despicable depths of the unspeakable, a disgraceful, insatiable bloodlust. I come swaggering like the proud silence of all those hardheads that couldn't be unhinged, strong folks that wore the only arrogance they were allowed on road after road to a perverse circus only to be lynched. I am the corpse, an unstoppable spirit, and nothing and nobody can hold me down for too long. I keep on kicking the tops off coffins, forever climbing up out of playgrounds born of ignorance, covered by quicksand on top of colored-only graveyards. I am the ghost. The reincarnation of buddies beaten bloody, castrated, raped, and burned alive without ever giving an inch. Our dismemberment, a weird form of entertainment, and an adrenaline rush for the soulless. I am the ghost. I'm more terrifying than the boogeyman's wicked stepmama. I vomit blood-curdling screams for all those that wouldn't, couldn't, and didn't, just so they could watch their cowardly, murderous squirm, watch their fear as our aunts and uncles dance. Yes, we dance, and I'm not ashamed to admit we dance, and dance, and dance, and dance blissfully, dance, dance all up in the face of insanity, born 
born to self-destruct. I was made in America. Don't have to waste my precious time trying to get even. I have nothing more to give to this madness but my absence. And if I didn't learn anything else from my ancestors, they taught me our greatest revenge is the creative magnificence of our stamina. My revenge is knowing that we came through it all and landed on our feet. Real revenge is knowing I'm just one of the many one of the America's millions of 100% homegrown success stories. And from my seat, success is tasting mighty sweet, sweet like banana and pigeon peas, avocado and breadfruit, guanabana and coconut bread, melasa, maiz and kalalu. There may be more than a few times we're going to have to fall, but we're coming back strong, a bold and brazen secret that refuses to behave or disappear. We are the ghost reborn, ever moving forward, and still we sweet, 100% homegrown, dulce, bien, bien, bien dulce, homegrown como yo, como mango. Max Dashu, independent scholar. A lamentation, a cry for justice. All the wrongs of women, that colossal edifice of law, custom, sermons, and impenetrable, rigidly enforced tradition, all rests on violence for generations, for centuries, for millennia. The unspeakable, but now we speak out parts of South Asia, acid attacks are used by spurned suitors, ex-husbands, angry boyfriends, and women's faces are melted away by chemicals. The sale of young girls and women flourished in nearly every European city. In many countries, the market of women was licensed and regulated by law. In the 12th century, the markets were booming in Toulouse, Avignon, Montpellier, where the city and universities were paid a small percentage on each transaction with absolutely no restriction on the trade and no protection of any kind for the women. Jess Wells, History of Prostitution. Female infanticide was known not only in Europe, but is still going on in many parts of the world today. There are tens of millions of missing female children who were starved, killed outright, not given medical attention, and others yet which are sold into slavery. What about today? Here in the USA, serial murders, dismemberments, men who lock female prisoners in their crawl spaces as sex slaves for months or years, female body parts found in garbage bags along the interstate, rampant incest rapes, femicide by husbands, exes, boyfriends. We have mandatory fellatio in the basketball bus. We have date rape drugs. We have trafficking in secret brothels. So we resist. We're waking up. There are voices speaking out. The youth are beginning to mobilize. There is movement. We are determined to change all this. And now we have a new thing happening because men are also speaking up and standing up and having the courage to face the age-old protection racket and silence and collusion about all of this horrific violence.
Grandmother's Wisdom Way, created as one of the 16 days of action for the elimination of violence towards women and girls internationally, featuring the thoughts, poetry, and song of Mary Rudge, Alameda Poet Laureate, Mama Coat, Avacha, and Max Dashu, and an additional song by Ellen Buxtel called Faces of Violence. The program was produced at KPFA by Nina Serrano and Yvette Hochberg. We hope you enjoyed our production as much as we enjoyed making it. You can hear some of these poets in some upcoming events at a benefit extravaganza for Rebecca Books in Berkeley hosted by Avacha with Mama Coat and Alameda Poet Laureate Mary Rudge. Avacha says, quote, I think you'll want to be at this extravaganza if the poetry of song is the food that feeds you, unquote. It also features KPFA's own Jack and Adele Foley, voices of our youth, former San Francisco Poet Laureate Deborah Major, former State Poet Laureate Al Young, former San Francisco Poet Laureate Jack Hirschman, and KPFA music host Louis Jordan with Brian Auerbach and QR Hand. Kirk Lumpkin, as well as many other guests like Opal Palmer Adisa, Garrett Murphy, and more marvelous poets. That's all happening Saturday, December 12th, from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. at Rebecca's Books at 3268 Adeline Street in Berkeley. 
on Sunday, December 6th at 3 o'clock till 5 o'clock, Project Miramundo presents a tribute to the Marinol sisters at the Sunrise Restaurant in San Francisco in solidarity with these 16 days of artivism for the healing of violence against women with musical performances by Mama Coat and Rosamunda Ayala. It was on December 2nd, 1980, four Marinol sisters who dedicated their lives to the Salvadoran people were assassinated by death squads. We condemn and will never forget this senseless act, say the organizers. There will also be a short documentary on the sisters' lives and a celebration of the sisters and poetry. Supporters of justice for Oscar Grant Invite people to the courtroom for the trial of KPFA programmer J.R. Valray on Monday, December 7th at 9 a.m. at the Alameda County Courthouse, made famous by the Black Panther Party. In an e-blast, J.R. touches on the grave significance of his case, saying, quote, that he was bogusly arrested, unquote, on a felony arson, and that his real crime, quote, in the eyes of the government, was covering the people of Oakland's outrage at the police murder of Oscar Grant and the lack of city government response, unquote. J.R. further adds, quote, that they have done this specifically to hinder my photojournalism and my voice in the media, unquote. This is coming Monday morning at 9 o'clock at the Alameda County Courthouse at 1225 Fallon Street, downtown Oakland, in courtroom 11. The hot tip for holiday reading is Susan Shirell's page-turning detective story set in Berkeley, Oakland, and the nearby Golden Gate Racetrack, entitled Grace. This is a coming-of-age whodunit, set in the early 1970s with political significance as protagonist UC student Leia DiMartino gets a part-time job at the racetrack but then her co-worker Grace is found murdered and she becomes enmeshed in an exciting web of events involving the Black Panthers, Pro, Berkeley Commune student roommates, the Oakland police, the passion to write to discover the truth amidst the prevalent sexual and drug experimentation of the era. All between the pages of this absorbing paperback that's available at local independent bookstores and on the web. I found my copy at Walden Pond Books in Oakland. That's Grace by Susan Shirell. S-H-E-R-R-E-L-L. S-H-E-R-R-E-L-L. Susan Shirell. Published by Woman Works Press. I'll be interviewing Susan Shirell here on Open Book in 2010, and I hope you'll be tuned in. And if you're inspired to write, you can contact San Francisco Poet Laureate Diane DePrima about her upcoming writing workshops at ddiprima at earthlink.net. That's 
D-D-I-Prima, P-R-I-M-A, at earthlink.net. D-D-I-P-R-I-M-A at earthlink.net. Well, thanks for listening. And thanks to Dead Ross for board opping. This is Nina Serrano wishing you a very pleasant afternoon. Nina Serrano and thanks to Dev Ross for board hopping and we want to remind you that the 39th annual KPFA Crafts and Music Fair is coming up at the Concourse at 635 8th Street in Brannan Street in San Francisco Saturday and Sunday December 12th and 13th hours are 10 a.m. till 6 p.m. This is the largest holiday fine craft and art fair in Northern California. Zinfest holiday sale, benefiting Stone Creek Zen Center, features distinctive handcrafted gifts, wearable art, handcast Buddhas, meditation supplies, and much more. You'll find jams and other delectables in Buddha's grocery, used treasures in Buddha's attic, and great values in the silent auction. There's a traditional Japanese lunch and raffle, and in the spirit of the season, you may join with others in making prayer flags for peace. 
All ages are welcome. Sunday, December 6th from 9 to 4 at Masonic Center, 373 North Main Street, Sebastopol, across from Safeway. Check StoneCreekZenCenter.org or call 707-829-1129 for more details. Did you know you could hear news in Spanish on KPFA? Flashpoints in Español is a weekly segment devoted to seeking the truth through investigative reporting, interviews, news, analysis, and information that portrays the culture, history, social conditions, and political struggles of Latinos in the United States and throughout Latin America. Flashpoints in Español is es a segment semanal dedicado a buscar la verdad a través de la divulgación de entrevistas, noticias, análisis, e información investigativa que retrata la cultura, la historia, las condiciones sociales y las luchas políticas de los latinos en los Estados Unidos y a través de América Latina. Cada viernes a las 5.45, aquí 94.1 FM. Join the volunteer team for KPFA's largest, most exciting event, the 39th annual KPFA Crafts and Music Fair, featuring over 200 arts and crafts people from around the United States. We need friendly, energetic, and reliable volunteers to set up the fair, help at the doors, assist crafts people and artists and visitors, and generally keep things running smoothly. Volunteer shifts start at 10.30 a.m. on Friday, December 11th, and run through Sunday, December 13th at 9.30 p.m. A brilliant event depends on fabulous volunteers like you. This event takes place at the Concourse Exhibition Center at 8th and Brandon in San Francisco. If you'd like to pitch in and sign up for a three-hour shift, email Tristan at T-R-I-S-T-A-N at K-P-F-A dot O-R-G. We'll, we'll see, see you at, at the KPFA, KPFA Crafts and Music Fair. Fair. 